all. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Worlds of Country podcast. I'm your host, Andrew. On today's episode, I'm joined by Danny Taylor to talk all about her musical journey and her brand new single, Jim Jacker Jose, which you can check out now wherever you listen to music. Be sure to do that after you listen to this episode. You can find it on all streaming platforms. Hope you guys enjoy this one. I really did talk to you guys on the other side. Hey, Danny, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. What have you been up to lately? Uh, <laughs> last minute getting all this really stuff done. Um, very last minute, was not expecting to put the song out so quickly, but TikTok had other plans. <laughs> so um, since you mentioned the song, let's let's start there. Could you tell us about the, the new single? Yeah, so I my single is coming out April 8th. Um, this Friday, it's called Jim Jack or Jose, and it's basically a diary entry um, about all the J name men I have dated in the past. <laughs> I was thinking of putting a J in front of my, my Zoom name before coming on. <laughs> <laughs> so um, when you first saw this sort of blowing up on TikTok, what was what was going through your mind at that point? I mean, I knew it would get some traction because I've never seen anyone write a song about the J name curse. It's like a well-known thing that people talk about it, but it's not it is fairly mainstream. I've seen people talk about it, but I've never seen anyone put it to artwork or art. And I was like, you know what? No one's written about the J name curse. I'm like, why not? And I saw this Pinterest quote, um, said the only men I trust are Jim, Jack or Jose. And it got me thinking, I was like, wait a minute, all the J names I've ever dated, um, have ended in absolute disaster. So (laughs) And funny, I didn't change their names except the second verse. I had to switch the names and change one of them because of syllable problems. But yeah. <laughs> to your knowledge, are any of them aware of the... the, the... I think um, one of them for sure knows. And I mean, at least his... It's funny. The first one, his ex-girlfriend who I warned about, like I warned him, like the girl that he cheated on me with, I warned her about what he was like. And she never responded to me. And that was like years ago. And then she heard the song and she reached out to me. So I at least know she knows. And there, there's gotta knows, be some sort of validation in that. No? It was like a weird full circle moment. And, um, in the past when I warned her, um, she basically responded with silence. And so I did the same thing this time around. I'm like, no, you don't get to, (laughs) I responded with silence. I'm going to give her the same energy she gave me. Like that was, it was a very nice full circle moment. (laughs) So was TikTok in general, something easy for you to, to embrace or were you reluctant to jump on there in the first place? Um, I definitely was reluctant. It's kind of funny to bring that up because a month before the pandemic, um, my friend had met with a social media guy that, I don't know, he like goes around and does a bunch of conferences. And he said TikTok was the next big thing. And he told her to do TikTok. And I was like, yeah, I was kind of like iffy about it. But it's weird because a few years before that, I actually was on Musical.ly when it was Musical.ly. And then that was before I ever decided to do music. And um, I 
I don't know. I just got rid of it. Um, but I, I don't know. It's, it's such a strange platform and I, I feel like I'm finally getting a hang of it. Um, I will say it was really hard in the beginning though, uh, because it just, the algorithm made no sense. And I felt like the algorithm was changing every day. And, uh, obviously life, a lot of life happened since 2020. So it was really, I know a lot of people, um, use TikTok for, you know, advancing their careers and everything, but I was just not in the best mindset of 2020. So I, none of us were, (laughs) no, it was, I was like, how are these people like posting every day? I was just 2020. was a bad year. (laughs) Um, I didn't really go on social media much for like half the year. I went camping a lot. Um, I was more like in the moment. So I'm kind of mad at myself that I didn't like stick to TikTok in 2020. Um, I feel like life would be a lot easier right now had I done that. Uh, but, you know, just have to keep going forward and not make mistakes yeah. like that for the future. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't know it was a mistake back then. You didn't realize. It was yeah, I know. I just yeah. it's one of those things like you look back on it, you're like, it's like cryptocurrency. You, like look back and you're like, why didn't I buy Bitcoin <laughs> in 2011? I get mad. None of us knew what the hell it was in 2011. (laughs) Was it 2011? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just remember like I was out of high school then or something. No, it was the year I graduated. And uh, no, I was really mad at myself because (laughs) yeah, it's one of those things. It's just like that. You can't go back in time. So kind of move forward. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So when did you know that music was the thing for you? Um, it was funny enough. Uh, when I broke up with, uh, the first J name of my song, I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. It that's literally, he was the catalyst and I was still living in Arizona at the time. And I was taking vocal lessons and that heartbreak just, I don't know, it wrecked me. And I started writing and Within a year, a year and a half, I moved out to Nashville. That, yeah. So, see, one of the J names they do something good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> so, how did you sort of realize that Nashville was where you wanted to end up? Um, I knew some people in LA who were in the music industry and had previously lived in Nashville for country music, and they told me Nashville is where it's at, and I had to move there if I wanted to pursue it. And um, that's exactly what I did. I saved up and I moved out here. So um, for people that haven't heard your music before, how would you describe your, your style? Well, it's definitely evolving <laughs> to say the least. Um, I like, I feel like the first couple things like singles I came out with, I kind of was catering to industry standards of what I thought they would like and they would like it. Um, but it wasn't necessarily like hundred percent me. I feel like now going forward, I'm writing hundred percent the truth and how I feel. Um, and it's, I love it. <laughs> um, so I feel like my style is very witty. I just try to find really good hooks. Um, I'm just trying to be as witty as possible, basically. <laughs> so how important is it to sort of embrace that authenticity instead of maybe chasing, chasing what other people would want out of you? Um, it's very important because you actually feel like 
you're living your truth, if that makes any sense. Um, you don't feel like you're playing a role when you write your truth and you're authentic and it's, it feels so much better. And I feel like a lot more people relate to your music when you write the truth. Um, and yeah, you're just more authentic and relatable that way. So how did you sort of get to a place where you were more comfortable with writing the truth? Um, I kind of went through a hard time last year and I was questioning a lot about my artistry and if I still had like what it took to be a country artist. Um, and at the beginning of this year, I was like, you know what, like, I'm going to give Nashville like one more year of my life (laughs) to try to figure out if I can do this, um, and just throw everything at the wall. And I, created a group. I was going to go for like more group oriented and I did create the group and I'm still working on that. And I really love it. Um, and at the same time, I don't know. I just, I was like, you know what? I don't care what other people think anymore. I'm just going to write what makes me happy. And yeah, it just works. It just worked out. (laughs) And to to see that sort of paying off already, does that sort of validate that decision for you yeah it feels it feels really good (laughs) I'm kind of mad I wish again I wish I did it years ago but you know I guess you live and you learn so on the topic of learning what would you say have been some of the the bigger lessons you've learned since you moved out to Nashville Mm -hmm. everyone has an opinion has an opinion of who you are and who you have to be and you have to basically ignore that Ignore it. Don't, don't, don't listen to those people. They don't know what they're talking about. So is that something you you learned the hard way or were you always wise to that? No. (laughs) Um, I was like in the back of my mind, I felt that way. But once I started being stubborn and just being like, no, I'm going to do what I do. Whatever feels right to you is what you should do. That is your path. You shouldn't listen to other people because other people don't know what they're doing either. So just listen to your intuition. Either they don't know what they're doing or you can't really trust them. So there's. Yeah. Well, I feel like no one knows what they're doing. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, And if I don't know what I'm doing, then sure as hell, no one else knows what they're doing. (laughs) I'm not going to listen to someone else that doesn't know what they're doing. Yeah. But once you, once you sort of realize that no one, none of us know what that is. No one knows what, we don't know what we're doing. (laughs) We can pretend all we want. Yeah. So on the flip side of the lessons, what do you say have been some of the bigger challenges you face since you moved to town? Um, I would say being accepted by people. Um, a lot of people just have this idea of who you should be. It goes back to that. People, a lot of people have an idea of who you should be and how you should um do your career and what you should write about. And can you ask that question again? Sorry. <laughs> I was just, no problem. it was um, the, the bigger challenges that you face since you've moved to Nashville. <sighs> bigger challenges. I think it's, yeah, it's just not feeling accepted. Like for me, everyone's story is like different, obviously. Um, for me, I've never truly felt accepted here. And I think it's because I 
don't do what is expected of me. And I refuse to, I'm going to do it my own way. I'm not going to do, because people think there's like this set list of things you have to do in order to become successful here, but it's, that's not how it works. Everyone's story is different. Like my road is different from the next person and I'm not going to have someone basically detour me um, because they think that's how you do it because someone else did it that way. That's not how it works. So that's like a really big challenge for me because people think less of you if you don't do it the old school way. If you don't conform to their their idea of how it should be done. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't work out that way. And it just TikTok honestly has helped so much because it's just proved like you don't need to do it that way. That's what that's what I was about to say. Basically that TikTok has sort of decentralized the whole Mm-hmm. the whole entire industry and such a cool thing to see yeah yeah so um was there ever a point where you thought of maybe maybe i should just give in to this this pressure and this is how it should be done or were you always sort of steadfast this is how i'm gonna do it um i definitely gave pushback but i did in the beginning when i first moved here i i did what i was told because i thought that's what what you're supposed to do um but like slowly but surely i started making decisions on my own of what like i should do and what i didn't want to do and i noticed i started getting better response and feedback from true country fans not the industry people actual country fans and i knew listening to myself and my intuition was the only way i would be successful so you said you're you're originally from Arizona, you said, right? Yeah, born and raised. So what what got you into country music to begin with? Um, it's funny because I listened to basically all genres growing up except country. <laughs> um, <Amen>. My grandma, <laughs> my grandma's a piano teacher, and um, my mom. I would go to like Celtic festivals as a kid. That's like the closest I got to country. I love Celtic music. And it's very similar. A lot of Celtic songs. I'm like, this sounds like a country song. (laughs) Um, Similar instruments. And I don't know. It's just very similar. Um, And I was, uh, my grandma lives in Michigan. So, and I also shipped off to high school there and live with my grandma for high school. And Arizona is basically pop music. Michigan is like rap and country, but I didn't get into the country scene there. And it was um, also EDM too. Um, so I mostly listened to that stuff and I was obsessed with, um, what, like seventies music as a kid. I was a weird child. Um, but I didn't listen to country music until college. And, um, it was after that J name breakup that I think Patsy Klein like showed up on my playlist or something on Spotify as a recommendation. I was like, Oh, I'll just listen to this. And I was like, I really like this. So I covered the song and then I, I started listening to more country music and that's how it happened. It's almost like a drug. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> so you, you mentioned before about your songs connecting to real country people as opposed to, to the industry folks. Is that like yeah. the type of thing where industry people are like, this is too country to, to be country? I've been told, uh, I know my song, Man A Few Words, I was told it sounded too old and it sounds too country. And I'm like, well, that's not what TikTok thinks. So <laughs> screw you. <laughs> they just have like this idea of what should be popular and what they want to push and this agenda. And it's I don't think it aligns at all with country music fans, like at all. That's why so many people hate country radio. No, no way. 
I mean, I hate it because I'm a female and they don't play us. <laughs> oh, that, that's another issue. <laughs> it's crazy. It's, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. Yeah. 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 So was that another thing that like gave you pause in pursuing a career in country music? Was the whole radio discrepancy? Um, I think now more than ever, I've noticed it. Like before, I didn't really pay attention to it because it's very hard as an independent artist to be played on the radio. But the other day I was just listening to a random Amazon playlist. Um, and I was like 10 songs in, I'm like, I haven't heard a single female. Like this is so, I just feel like I'm listening to the same song over and over again. And then like the one female song, song comes on and it's not even country, it's pop. And I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> this is what I got to work with. <laughs> It's it's really crazy. And the playlisting world is like better than, than radio. And yeah, it's still, but it's pretty similar. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, not too different, I don't think. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Radio is odd. I know one of my songs got played on the radio randomly. I don't even know where, but it was a big station. And I randomly had people like commenting like, oh, I heard you on the radio. I'm like, where? <laughs> you didn't even know? I didn't even know, like, where did this person find my song? Yeah, Maybe they found the wrong person. I don't know. Super random. Super random. So um, what's next for you? Uh, coming out with this song, Jim Jack or Jose. And I'm also doing a, like, my biggest music video all I've ever done so far in my career. And I'm very excited for this. Um, filming that the first week of May. And that should be done by mid-May, hopefully out by Memorial Day weekend. Um, Really excited for that. And currently writing for the next single I want to put out. And I have a couple ideas and kind of writing them out in the next couple of weeks. Are we putting some more people on blast? (laughs) Um, um, One of them is. The other one's like a... I'm obsessed with uh, Ian Munsick and I just really love the direction that some country artists are taking. Um, And it's just this whole, it's true country Western music. And I really love that. And I love because I'm from Arizona. So you put the Western in country, like give me it. Um, And I don't know. I have a bunch of ideas that are very Western and I'm going to be writing them out. So so are you someone who's like very hands-on on everything besides the, the songs themselves, like the music video you mentioned? Are you someone who's very like involved in the process of that? Yeah. Um, I make all my own graphics. I'm my own uh, stylist. I don't hire a stylist. Uh, I don't have a manager. Um, I'm the one that goes out and finds everybody to do all these things for me. Um I mean, if I could, I would direct my own music video. I wrote it out. I just sent an email about um, everything, uh, what my music video is and all the scenes and everything I wanted to do. But yeah, I am very hands-on and I hope one day I don't have to be, but part of me is really scared to give up that freedom because I've seen other artists do stuff like that. And then they're... I don't know, their artistry just changes to the point where I don't care for them anymore. So yeah, that, I don't know. Yeah, I think kinda, I'm too much. 
<laughs> you still have to keep some sort of say over what you're doing, even if you, if you bring yeah, other people. That's, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's kind of like the joys of at least being like an independent artist is there's no one to tell you no. <laughs> no, no one to tell you no, but there's no one to tell you no when someone should tell you no. Also. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, thank you so much again for, for taking the time for this. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Of course. Have a great day. Thanks, you too. Hey y'all, thank you guys so so much again for tuning in. Hope you like hope you liked what you heard. If you liked what you heard from Danny, be sure to go check her out on social media and to go check out her new single and all of her music wherever you listen to music. If you liked what you heard from the podcast, be sure to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening and go give us a follow on social media at Worlds of Country on all platforms. It's greatly appreciated. Thank you guys so much again. Talk to you guys next time.